Before we start, I want to give a little warning for those who are very sensitive to spoilers. We mentioned a couple of minor details about the endings of Valerian and the City of Thousand Planets and the Fifth Element, but like I said, these are very small details, so if you are not so sensitive and have not watched these films, I'm sure you, you are still going to enjoy them after our talk. That being said, enjoy. Welcome to uh, Like Mother, Like Son, Like Movies. I'm Aaron and I'm here with my mother, Lisa. Hello. Hello. And uh, today we are going to talk about uh, kind of, uh, 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 in a way, about two movies or about kind of uh, one filmmaker. Uh, uh, now we, this time we wanted to go more into, uh, in depth, in uh, Luc Pesson and uh, he's, uh, a whole uh, kind of a variation of movies, and in particular on the new uh, movie that he made, uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, and the kind of a parallel movie of that, uh, The Fifth Element, which was kind of a, a classic uh, uh, ultimate 90s uh, action movie, blockbuster, that was kind of a very, very special sci-fi movie of its time and i don't know if anybody really made a movie like that before or after really uh, it's kind of a, a considered i don't know if it's generally considered a gem but i i myself particularly find it to be one of the most entertaining space adventure blockbuster movies out there and um, i would say maybe particularly uh, in the sense that it's a uh, it's a kind of a, usually we are kind of a, accustomed to all the like uh, uh, American sci-fi movies because Hollywood has the, all the money to make all the sci-fi movies like Star Wars and Star Trek and all of these movies. But Fifth Element was this weird movie that really showcased the French uh, culture, you know, on screen and particularly the the, the 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 cultural the imagination that strived from the French art and uh, like and especially comics. Uh, particularly, it's it's very noticeable that it was uh, uh, made by the, the the main artist like uh, that or the main inspiration, the main art that kind of derived from Fifth Element was, for example, the legendary French comic artist uh, Moebius and. The, that I don't know if so many people know, but um, uh, a lot of the concepts and the ideas of Fifth Element that went into the film, like for example the the city, the beginning, and the flying taxis, were inspired directly from the Valerian comics. Ah, uh-huh, originally. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like you can actually see, like you can, uh, if you just Google it, you can just check the Valerian uh, comics cover, and it's like the the exact same image of the taxi 
without the wheels, you know, the flying taxi in the mm. Valerian universe and the fifth element. It's like a straight copy from ah, the and comics. Uh, they, and uh, Luc Besson made Valerian and the City of Thousand Planets only in 2017, yeah. even if the fifth element was in 1997. So yeah. like 20, 20 years. years before, but that was, the fifth element was made out of the Valerian comic book. Yeah, yeah, it, it was like an original story, but many of the concept ideas derived from the Valerian comics. The Valerian comics is a, is a famous, I don't know, like, that's the thing, I don't know if many people know it, but it's a very famous uh, uh, Franco-Belgian comic, which is a very interesting regional comic culture that is particularly uh, like a comic industry that is deliberately focused on the Belgium French French uh, uh, region of, of, of language they were like French language and they were partly the artists and uh, writers of these comics were either from south of Belgium from the Wallonies and from uh, France and many of these uh, famous examples of these comics were like Lucky Luke the Tantan Hertz, it's, it's kind of considered to be part of this uh, Franco-Belgian comics and the Asterix and the Smurfs and all these kind of and, and also Valerian was one of these comics which was kind of a very French style uh, crazy imaginative uh, out, totally out of here uh, uh, space adventure of these two men and woman characters going on to kind of uh, diplomatic adventures in space and time and so on and oh this is very interesting to me i didn't know any of this before yeah yeah and, and i i remember uh because we, we uh i don't know if i mentioned this in the podcast before but i used to go always to the library because i waited for you to get out of work so then we went together at home and i used to spend like all my childhood in the library and so a lot of my like my my childhood and like things that I explored in, in art and stuff was in that little comic uh, section in the library yeah and the adult section especially so it was all these really weird you know like mature comics and stuff and yeah Valeria is not really like an adult comic but they had all of those comics there and I and I read them also I don't remember so much but I have some 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 images from there and it's it it was always really imaginative, like very weird and very strange alien cultures and stuff like this, like a, something that I never see in, in movies, you know? Yeah. Like, like I always criticize, you know, these days a lot uh, Star Wars, for example, of not being imaginative enough, you know? Because like we, mm. we got the new Star Wars trilogy, like this, the, we, we, we got The Force Awakens, was it 2016 or... Something I don't remember now, but uh, I was really baffled how unimaginative it was, you know, considering how how big the space is, you know, instead of showing all kind of, you know, new alien cultures and weird things that can happen in space. Uh-huh, like the, like the French did in this comic book. Yeah, yeah, or even just Star Trek, you know, like Star Trek series that was before Star Wars in the in the 60s. You know, they had weird ideas, you know, about all kind of 
totally bizarre, magical things that can happen in space and what kind of uh, things they, you know, people can encounter and stuff. And instead of that, we got the new Star Wars, The Force Awakens. It was just the, the remake of the first Star Wars. Like yeah. it's it was, but so I I always it was and and and, to, and that is why the fifth element was so so interesting as a movie because it kind of took those ideas and that was it's it's really like wow it's it's so I uh, see that this fifth element is is done in 1997 and that's ele- you were 11 years old did you see it then yeah I I, I don't I, I don't know if I went to see it in the movies I don't remember but I I saw it in that time, you know, yeah. When it was, I it, I probably I saw it uh, in a VHS, you know, afterwards, like a year or two afterwards. But I don't yeah. I don't totally remember. But yeah, around that time. I think it's a great movie. I think that <laughs> it's it's uh, better and better and better, and and there's nothing like it. Yeah, it's this Luc Besson is something special. He's He's a director with such imagination and energy and all this. And, well, I saw a document. I took this fifth element to look at it now, even mm-hmm. in the DVD. So I saw a document there, how he's doing it. Oh, yeah? With yeah, wonderful. Wow. So he, and then I understood how it's possible. When him, he's such... He's, he said that even he spent the nights after the other ones were resting, he was he spent thinking and planning and doing and eating in the same time and so on. He, <laughs> he had hope, I think, from, from that. So this man is a miracle somehow because this fifth element is a, is it's a the space movie which doesn't fade. It's keeps on you mean it in, in, in time you know like it, we, we don't forget it it's like this Lilu, this woman there in the movie she's she says that i'm perfect i will protect you to bruce willis yeah she says, <laughs> you know? and this this bruce willis is so sweet so, <laughs> nice, so nice you know i love him in that film so i can understand why why he was he's so famous and why you know he's he it's a pity he doesn't get good screenplays or something, any chance anymore to make such one. Yeah, he, yeah. There's yeah, a lot of problems these days with him. But. Yeah, he's, and also this Lilu is perfect, this Mila, Mila yeah. yeah, it was kind of her first, like, big screen yeah. uh, play, uh, like, act, uh, uh, performance. So, it was... so it's, a, no, this Luc Besson has, it looks like she has an, he has an idea of a woman as a perfect being because also in Lucy it's the same and so on yeah yeah no, true it, it, it continues that yeah 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 you're right it's a woman who is perfect and who is saving the world and who is uh, is, is just so so Mila Jovovich this Lilu she says that I will I'm perfect I will protect you so yeah. it's completely believable <laughs> when you look at fifth element you believe it and it's it's strange because it's full of unbelievable things. Mm. But you believe it from the beginning to the end. You have these four stones. This it's very simple idea, you know. Yeah. Look, what makes it always. It's a simple idea. Like it's the most simplest. It. It's so it's. 
first tones, air, water, fire, and earth. And then you need the fifth element, which is a woman. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it was a... Yeah, so it, I'm coming yeah. to the point. I'm, I'm coming to the point that she, she's a woman and she's the fifth element. We find out in the end, like to the to the uh, the climax of the whole thing. But she can't do it without the man, and that is a perfect idea. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, and it's believable because what is it? It's man and a woman. They can do a child. So that's yeah. a, no. It's f- forever the future. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. It's so mm. funny because it's so it's the most simplified story you can ever tell. There is an there is an absolute evil that it's not even no, characterized. Gary you know? Oldman. Uh, Gar- okay, Gary Oldman, of course, but you have the planet that yeah, is coming, yeah, and that's the evil. Yeah. And it's it's yeah, so it's, simplified. You know, it's the essentials. It's, so it's just it's the so darkness true, and. And when it, you make when you make evil things, the 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 bad bad planet grows. Of course, the more evil you do, yeah, the yeah. Bigger, yeah. Bigger. <laughs> it's all like symbolic. And, but but I mean, in a in a these days, in a big action hero movie or you know like a superhero movie, we we criticize that the the villain, the you know antagonist is a very simplified. You know their motives are not so complicated and they just you know they're just evil and bad and you know they it's just the same cliche plot and the fifth element cannot be, be the, the most cliche you know the most yeah. simplified evil but it goes like an extra level of abs- mm-hmm. abstracting it into the yeah. core it's it's just a massive planet that grows the more evil you do it on it and it just wants to destroy and that's it and there is no explanation yeah. why yeah, but what is and, different with uh, americans and french you know this luc besson is a frenchman so in fifth element the the space creature creatures who come down by the way it's like a rival spaceship it's, yeah yeah True. Yeah, the Villeneuve, uh, Danny Villeneuve's arrival spaceship, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so fun to see it now. And so, anyway, the space creatures, creatures they are not evil. evil like the, 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 big, the, the big, in the beginning, yeah, the tumbling. They are good ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's really, really nice. You already feel good when you see that. <laughs> bad any after that no it cannot it will be saved so what what is the best 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 in the fifth element I think is that they are jovial they are, they are happy Lilu has a is a lot of energy and bubbling laughter and things and Bruce Willis also makes a no yeah it's it's a positive they are positive they are nice people they're happy people. Yeah, so but, what, uh, happened, yeah. what happened to Luc Besson when he made this Valerian? <laughs> when these two idiots who are acting, <laughs> this, this Valerian and uh, and uh, Laureline, yeah. they are all the time you no know, nasty. Yeah, they are, they are talking to each to each other nasty. They are yeah. nasty and they are behaving nasty and they are not at all is happy people. And they're not That's comfortable, you know. There's there's all the times this kind of uh, sarcasm or being a little bit of uh, 
asshole, you know. And it's kind of funny because if you look at Fifth Element, uh, Bruce Willis, okay, like you say that he's kind of lovable and and nice, but it's because he has charisma. He's yeah. being an asshole all the time. You know, in the beginning, he's this asshole taxi driver with this wife Peter yeah, yeah. shirt and kind of, and he's like, I don't care. Who are you? And only Lilu is the, is the only sympathy for him. Do everybody else is kind of a prick. He hates but everybody he's, he's else not. except Lilu. He hates the, the priest. He especially hates the the black co- comedian. Mm. The, like, yeah, he doesn't really like people, but Lilu but he really Parker. likes. What? Chris Tucker is yeah. the black comedian. He's Ruby Rod. Yeah. He's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. He's I love it. the best ever. Yeah, yeah. ever. He's have got Oscar for sure. It's kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Bruce Willis says there that, uh, okay, I'm a failure about himself. I'm a failure. But he says it in a laughable way that we don't really believe it, of course. Yeah, true. But so what I, what I, my point was that that Bruce Willis was kind of a prick, you know, like he, he was, not was it like this super happy, optimistic guy, you know, it's very clear. Uh, it's the whole point that he has to overcome his own insecurities and to accept love, to say to Lee Lu that I love you. That's the whole point of his arc, you know? That's the whole point. Yeah, and he has to be a prick. He cannot be a lovable, mm-hmm. lovely guy at the beginning because then he would just say in the beginning, hey, I love you. He, ha- he has to be a struggle, you know? So he, yeah. my, point oh, yeah. is that, <laughs> my point is that we really like to watch him from the beginning because he's yeah. so charismatic. Bruce Willis yeah. can really juggle this. this. We, we always saw him like a die hard. He was all, the same, you know? He was like this prick all the time and he he's, he really knows how to do that character and and the the, yeah, the problem really in, and in Valerian it's kind of two-sided in some ways they they don't have the ability i think to act the same way as Bruce Willis to be make it they don't they're have the same charisma at all yeah yeah no. what happened to Luc Besson <laughs> but, why but, did yeah. he take these people into that and in in other way uh, so it's it's partly fault of the actors that they don't have the charisma, and I and I say that it's they are not necessarily bad actors, because I've seen especially the boy, I don't remember what his name, Valerian, the main guy, Dane Dehan. Yeah, and I've seen him act, and he can act. You know, I I saw yeah yeah yeah. What's like I I saw this and. Uh, Years I'm ago, watch him ever. <laughs> just listen, listen me out. I, I saw this TV series called In Therapy with Gabriel mm. Byrne. Yeah, I saw it too. You don't like it? No, I don't like Gabriel Byrne. So you don't like what... Gabriel Byrne? No. Wow, this is new. Oh, to no, me. but that's a no. Can I then finish? So okay. I, I, I'm trying to make my point. So he was he acted in that in, in the first season I think he acted uh, one of the patients and that that was wow that was amazing acting I, I really liked it and after that I always I, I try to remember that and I think he has potential he just needs a good role you know he needs to have a good place and I don't have anything against the woman I don't you know I I, I, I never yeah the Laureen I, I don't I, but she, she's supposed to be like Lilu. 
you know, saving of the world, and the woman has to be charismatic and Jesus-like, the Jesus woman, you know. So, that... and then, but you know, this I... woman. I want to say about this woman. Okay. Uh, Cara Dele Delevingne, because <laughs> she's called something. This Laureline. So anyway, she's by profession uh, model, fashion model. Yeah. And fashion models, if you watch them, they walk always around, not laughing and smiling, but very grumpy. They're grumpy. They hate everything. <laughs> they, hate it. they walk around with those fancy clothes and they hate. They hate they all the time. Hate to. She's doing that in that movie. <laughs> exactly. But you know who, uh, uh, who else was a model? Who? Mila Jovovich. She was no. a model. She was was not an actress. And then she was in. Li she was Lilo. She was. Person. Yeah, she was Lilo, and she can do it. It's not not because they are models, but maybe she put a little bit too modelly stuff. But my point is. I wanted to say I've only seen two roles of her, and she never hasn't had a good performance. So maybe she's a bad actor, act actress. I don't know, but I, I want to give her a chance. Still, I I don't blame her. I I was going to say all this time that it's two sided. It's partly yeah. their fault, but it's very much also uh, Luc Besson's fault to write the characters that way because. Um, When I went to see the movie, I come from the comics, you know, because I've, re yeah, I've yeah. read the comics and stuff. So I was really looking forward to see this movie, you know. Yeah. And when I when I get these characters on screen, I don't see any resemblance to the, to the comics. To the no. comic? Also, oh. the it, it's kind of, and now this is a funny detail. In the comics, the woman is a red hair, yeah, uh, not a blonde. But you know mm. who else was a red hair? Lilu. Yeah, so maybe maybe he wanted to change it so that it's not like Lilu again, mm. you know. So a little bit of variation. So okay, they changed it to blonde. But so I think in, in watching the movie and the whole mm. how Luc Besson made it, it's very clear that Luc Besson knows the comics by detail. He loves the comics and he knows every single detail in the comics because. The movie is full of them, you know. It's yeah. full of references to different. Yeah. He he has taken from a lot of other different comic stories in the series and made like one big story yeah. out of it. And like like the like the weird alien, the Rihanna alien, you know. And yeah, he, yeah. it it's from an it's from a comic, you know, a storyline. And yeah. so this is. Uh, It's kind of weird for me because I, they, the characters don't seem like how they... In the comics, I, I always see them kind of... Or how they are shown. It's like they are smiling and they are optimistic and they are yes. lovable yeah. characters. They are yeah. they are kind of the diplomats of space. They are yeah. trying to do good and they are, you know, they, they are happy to do it, you know? Yeah. They are kind of excited to have their But job. They're not know. like bored. So I think Luc Besson maybe wanted change the characters because of democrat democratics you know like for the target audience because we make the movie so it's the the, the it's it's the most expensive non-american blockbuster movie so far mm -hmm. or something like european funded and um 
so he wants to make sure that it's going to success to succeed. So he wants to make the characters that the young people who go to the movie that they can rel- they can relate. Yes, it's these, for children. You to know, these freak asshole characters, but yeah, very young but people. I think, I think, I think. Look, person now can see that it doesn't work like that. We don't, we don't want to see asshole pricks like this on the movie because the movie didn't succeed. It was a but huge you know, flop. I, I, what, <laughs> I watched now uh, this Valerian, and after that I watched Fifth Element, Lucy. The girl named Niki, the woman named Nikita, and um, what else? This Leon, you know. Yeah. So, and in all of his movies, he is working with the same people. He has his latest, the fourth wife, which is the now the fourth wife. So she's the producer. It's his wife. Ah, of of so, Valeria. Uh, or... Yeah. Yeah. It's his wife, and Eric Serra makes music from the beginning, from the, even the <laughs> first one, which he made this Atlantic Atlantis. You know the water movie. Uh, he made a water movie Atlantis uh, in it, 1991, without any people. It's only the fish and all this. Ah, uh, like a documentary or. No, it, yeah, kind of. It's music and it's no talking. There are no people uh, because his parents were. He he lived his youth under the, in the water. His parents were uh, uh, diving instructors and so on. Uh, ah, yeah. So, so anyway, so from the beginning, it's Eric Serra makes this. It's a wonderful music, and the, the editors and the the ones who find the find the actors and. Any, any, everybody, except that this Jean-Paul Gaultier, Gaultier, he made the fifth element dresses. It's special, but that's really special. Uh. Yeah. So, and all those. So he's mostly working with the same people. Yeah. And that's very good combination he has found. Because Lucy, you know, I had never seen Lucy because it got bad, bad critics. Yeah, and, yeah, people know. Yeah, like it. so what? It got bad critics, mm. and uh, so I thought that okay, it's uh, not good. So now I watched it and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I just love it. Yeah, I also like. I also totally. I thought it would be totally mind-numbing action. You know, like oh, like Taken, and I. I don't want to see these movies. I don't see what's so funny about or like what's so entertaining. And then I just saw it because I wanted to have like just mind-numbing action. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to just see what it would be yeah. like, and I was so surprised how much fun I had with it. It like it it began as this, you know. It it caught you from the beginning, from the beginning, and you don't breathe till the end. Yeah, yeah, but it's like I, I in the beginning it starts like a basic cliche action stuff, but then yeah. as uh, then as if Luc Besson just kind of takes the wheel and just like. Fuck it! I will just do whatever I want, you know. Yeah, it's my just blood. screw every action uh, standard ever, and we just and we want to do whatever. Yeah. And, and it's there, literally mind there, blowing. Have you ever yeah. been literally? <laughs> exactly. It's like <laughs> there was uh, there was an, a bad guy who is the guy from I Saw the Devil, our South Korean actor. 
Oh, Choi Min Sik. He's, yeah. you know, yeah. I love him. I'd even draw him. You remember I draw his picture? Yeah. In, yeah, that's and, him. And, that's and him. I, I was so much having fun with him because it, we have this movie that has this bad guy and he can do nothing. There's nothing this bad guy can do. Oh, so he, there's no, there's yeah. no consequence to his being a bad guy. There's like no yeah. threat. And I, every time he comes, I just laugh him because like, what, dude, what are you still doing here? There's no yeah. point of view. There's no, you cannot win. Lucy is already won, you know, like it's, yeah. I, I um, love this, how, where it went, you know, like, and it just went on and on and literally, yeah. like you said, mind blew the whole field. Like, I mm. loved it. It was like Luc Besson saying, like, I, you can do whatever, you know. It, it's really entertaining, and it, <laughs> but you need, of course, especially so violent, so you need a special kind of uh, uh, mind to just, yeah, yeah, it's very R-rated. Yeah. It's right, it's right. And then a girl named Nikita, it's a it was earlier than no? Nineteen. Yeah. You haven't seen it? I haven't I never saw it. There's a lot of best of oh, movies. But that it's I, look Besson, it's it's hundred percent look Besson. You have to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. yeah so have, was, there's a lot of interesting movies from him that I haven't yet seen. And, yeah. Also the what this, I want to say something about yeah. this Nikita. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. So, it's one of those fantastic uh, screenplays from Luc Besson, and it goes. You takes you from the beginning to the end the same way. A different story, mm -hmm. a different kind. But the actress, it's also his 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 first wife. I think this un un. Um, Anne Parilod, it's his first wife, and so. But that's a problem because she's a very good actress. Mm -hmm. But this this uh, Nikita is a girl who's messed up her, her life in the beginning, and this Anne Parilod is never a girl. She's a she's a femme fatale, femme fatale, you know what you call a um, woman who is really a woman, a woman <laughs> who would never be a girl. But, uh, so yeah. it doesn't fit to the uh, to this thing. It would have needed somebody, a girlish, like Lilu, Lilu type. And and in America, they did the replica of this replica. I don't know what you call it. Remake? Yeah. Remake, yeah. So of this uh, Nikita girl. And there was Bridget Fonda acting, and she is a <laughs> oh, girl, okay. <laughs> a girl, you know? a girl uh, who messes up her life. Uh -huh. And then later also uh, is is really a good uh, killer, and you know you have to be a good killer and take very hard, yeah. so she can do that. But Anne Parilod is not at all fitting to this, and that's bad because she's. She's a good actress. Mm -hmm. She's in the wrong role. But Scarlett Johansson, I want to say about this Lucy. I, I got so mm -hmm. excited about this film. So she is she is perfect. Also as a messed up girl in the beginning in the Lucy, and then later when she becomes the most intelligent woman in the world <laughs> or anybody. So she's believable. Yeah. She's believable. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah. I, I like the character and especially the writing worked really well. It was, it was, yeah, I liked how, how Luc Besson structured the scenes. Like, like he, he goes, he goes to the doctor 
and she has this phone call to her mother and the whole scene basically feels like just an excuse for us to have exposition of, about what the story is about so far. Yeah, what yeah, is he going yeah, to do? Yeah. As he just explains basically everything yeah. to the audience and it's and the whole but but just the the way and then but then also in the story wise the how the character evolves, what yeah. she starts to reveal about her her state of being in that moment yeah. just goes really like beautifully mm-hmm. to into some kind of like metaphysics and like yeah. like her yeah I just love how they explored this whole idea of how she yeah. evolves and everything so like. the, I think the first movie I ever saw from Luc Besson was Leon and I yeah. <laughs> blew my mind also it was so good uh-huh. so good uh-huh. you know it's I don't believe any bad words about Luc Besson ever so <laughs> <laughs> he's but, a great director but you know in this um fifth element that you remember that there's this gary gary oldman yeah. the bad guy so when he chokes on a cherry in his office mm-hmm. and then the other one saves him by tapping slapping in the back mm-hmm. so when he's lying on the table choking on the cherry there is an animal there mm-hmm. Imaginary animal. Yeah, an alien. Yeah, it's a green, red creature, and it's the same creature that we see in Valerian. It's a crucial being in the whole film. What they are all after? The whole world is after that creature because <laughs> it can, it can produce anything endlessly. Yeah, anything multiply. Yeah. Multiply, can multiply money or, mm-hmm. or anything. So they're all after that. So that same creature is in on the table in Fifth Element in, with this yeah. bad guy. It's, it's his pet. Wow. Yeah. But you know that from the Valerian, it's not really a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, it, it was. bad to say, but it's, you know why? Because... This animal is there, this creature who can multiply anything. So, so I watched in the in the comic book and found it there that there is this animal. But from the movie, I never realized that that's that is the thing he's doing. You don't know it if you don't know the comic book. You don't know the film. What's going on in the film? Yeah, I think Luke Besson had a lot of trouble, kind of breaking down and kind of in a in a in a simple way the concepts because they are like like you said it's in the comics the problem is that they can be so wild and so crazy like i would really recommend people to go and read the comics because you can really go into these weird space adventures and like have really fun time but it's i think it's also the problem of like sometimes these concepts can be so abstract and stuff and it can it can happen in many stories you know and I remember I when I saw Akira, the legendary iconic uh, anime, when I was younger, I didn't understand anything of the, what was happening. It it, it didn't mm-hmm. explain anything. So it's kind of weird. And Fifth Element also was kind of mysterious for a long while until I kind of accepted that it's just stupid. You know, like what is what is that evil? You know, what the hell? You know, yeah. but okay, it's just evil. Okay, just take it as 
face value, you know, and that yeah. in some way, Valeriana, you should kind of expect, but then it presents itself with full of concept ideas, and so you kind of get mixed up. And the the point is to for the director to be able to space pace it out and to kind of in a simple way and to bring forward the the, the simple thing that you need to understand and keep the complications background. Like Mad Max is a very good example of this. Like George Miller's the latest Mad Max or any Mad Max movie, I would say, that he doesn't explain anything of the complication of the world. He just used, mm-hmm. he, he puts it in the details and then he just tells the main story. So you are following this main story with has a lot of details, but it's in the end, it's a very simple thing to follow. It's just a uh, basic action scene after another and stuff like that. But there's a lot of layers into it. And Valerian has this problem of like, what do I have to show, you know? Should I... It's, um, you know, this Valerian is full, full of uh, fantastic um, space things, details. It's all full and it's very, it's lovely. It's really nice. And I felt so bad when the story itself with these two people, (laughs) it's not good. Yeah. But but out of except of this two this Laureline and this Valerian, it's a wonderful, really wonderful thing. So I got to think about this Luc Besson that you remember he wants to show us all kinds of what kind of creatures live on the planets. They are all kinds different. Yeah, in this one one location, there's like it's it's the city of thousand planets in which like all imagine all kind of different alien forms that would be adapted to different planets would live in one location in one spaceship but then different parts of the spaceship has to adapt to different conditions of a life form and that's really great i love that idea and there's this blue blue people human like uh, creatures living on one planet yeah, 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 yeah. Main points. Yeah. And they are very gentle and nice and you feel good. <laughs> like like this native, like, yeah. It's not uh, producing, mu- multiplying money for them. <laughs> they are giving uh, back to the planet. Yeah, yeah. That, so, so I understand this look with some that, what I think is that he wants, in fact, to show us in this fantastic way about ourselves in the Earth, on this Earth planet, that there are all kinds of people whom we have to see as part of. It's like people. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Yeah. I did so- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the planet, our planet is kind of the, the spaceship where different parts of planet is adapted to different types of people and you know we all have to kind of find a way to live in this one place and so it's easy for us to understand this wow. planet and this valerian and all this it's easy for us to understand go into the world of fifth element or anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. in his world yeah. or lucy or nikita or anybody but you know in the i happened yesterday to see two movies which Kind of suddenly I connect with this idea of Luc Besson when I saw it. I saw this um, a new film made last year or now even. This The Fantastic Woman, it's called. Una, una Mujera Fantastica. 
It's a Chile movie from uh, Gloria Director. This wow. is uh, yeah. Sebastian Lelio. Mm -hmm. Is it I yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to, we have, can talk about it later, but I don't want to reveal anything except yeah. to say that the this um, the character, main character there is a trans woman. Mm -hmm. It's a, I don't know what is a trans woman, in fact. So on, but see, all the film is about her. It's a fantastic woman, this name of the film. So she's fantastic, and she's a <laughs> trans woman. But it came to me that, look, this is a kind of a person who is a kind, uh, could be from Luc Besson's world. <laughs> yeah. And she's real. She's real. There are all kinds of people here mm -hmm. who are, and, and they because when I saw that film, I thought, what is this all about? For me, of course, she's okay. <laughs> Immediately I saw it. Okay, so let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole film is about, oh, how badly they treat her. Oh, ha, 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 here. But for me, there's no problem with her because she's okay. Anybody of this Luc Besson's Valerian world is okay. So, okay. So then I saw another film called called the uh, femme it's called in French it's uh, in Finnish it was called with love Beatrice it's a kind of a letter Beatrice writes a letter and in the end she writes with love Beatrice oh, yeah. so, okay so it's about two women and a very good film very good film even if it's just about two women by Martin Provost a French one a French film and Catherine Deneuve is the is this Beatrice? Oh. Yeah, and Catherine Frott is a little bit younger woman. Is is the Sarge Farm? It's a, you know, the midwife who is helping the birth. Uh -huh. That's it's called in French. No, it's about uh -huh. this midwife. So anyway, nothing more about this except that it's about their bit a relation. This film. So in one point in that film, the this Beatrice takes. The, takes this Catherine Frott, this uh, young one, to to uh, to see a house and says that look, this is where I was born, yeah. and it's a one room poor flat, one room where she was living with her parents, yeah. and so this <laughs> this other one, this Catherine Frott, who knows from her from twenty thirty years before they know and so she says to <laughs> to Catherine the nerve that that what you are not a Hungarian princess <laughs> and she this Beatrice says yeah no I'm not a Hungarian princess and and she had told to this this younger woman when she was a child that look, uh -huh. I'm a Hungarian princess uh -huh. and so on, because she lives like a Hungarian princess. Uh -huh. You know, that's the whole point. <laughs> she, she's lavishly spending money and eating and drinking and loving and doing anything in the, by energetic way, you know, and living till the end she goes to die. Uh -huh. No, she lives it through. So she lives like a Hungarian princess. So that's also like Luc Besson, you know. You, <laughs> you are what you are mm. even no so she was born in one room flat mm. 
mm-hmm. poor conditions, but in f- fact she's a Hungarian princess. <laughs> I see my point. I see, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the so this other one learned that you don't have to be just you what they tell you to be. You have to be what you are really inside you. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this kind of uh, goes into the mm-hmm. the fantastic woman also. Like she is, she, she might be is. born as one kind yeah. of person, but inside she felt something I'm, else. I'm a man and a woman in one body. So what? Yeah. And the other one is a Hungarian princess, even if she was a poor girl. And and Lilo is a perfection of of yeah. all the elements. And Lucy is the most uh, using hundred percent intelligence, and so on and so on. So, so this is Luc Besson. Yeah, and I also yeah. Um, so that's why kind of, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. I was actually having this uh, interesting discussion. Also, I, I want to keep it very short, like with with uh, with metal yeah. that um, that it kind of goes into that transgender. Uh, question because like it's it, I I find it kind of interesting way to to like aliens and space adventure is a good way to kind of shook, shake our head of basic conceptions of race and sex and gender and yeah, you know like all these kind of things like because yeah. when you see a totally different alien race it's like like how you said it like mm-hmm. in Luc Besson world you know it's kind of parallels to our world of like these different types of beings and everything and you kind do of you have remember, to be tolerant do you remember in fifth element the most inter- interesting creature of all this Plava Laguna yeah the opera singer yeah Wow. Yeah, this blue woman who had these pipes all yeah. around her part of her were pipes. Yeah. And this was his wife, Mai Wen. <laughs> no? Yeah. Acting. The acting. I found out that this was a woman who acted. This was his wife, by the way. So uh, I like this Mai Wen really, really. I would love to talk about her film. She's nowadays a director. Yeah. So, yeah, they divorced and she's a director. So, Anyway, so this Plava Laguna is is like a trans woman, no? Uh, not man, not woman, not anything. It's, just, it's her, like it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, I have a I have a point about like about like in Valerian. There was an interesting thing that I kind of saw as a good example of kind of shaking these basic conceptions of. Uh, conservative way of thinking is that you have the weird blue aliens, the tin, yeah, yeah. Uh, the pearl aliens, yeah. whatever they were called, and they you had the queen and the king, you yeah. know. And uh, when we meet them, and you you meet the wife, who is they all look very feminine, and the the wife talks very female, and yeah. then you meet the king. And it's supposed to be a man. Yeah. Okay, you can see a man and a woman kind of in these characters, but when 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 he spoke, it was a woman actor, uh. a woman voice. Yeah. So it was a man, a feminine alien in a way, thin and stuff, but it could look like a man. But you have to address this king as a man, but you hear her him as a woman. Yeah, so it kind yeah. of messes with your way. So and I think it's a similar maybe thing that uh, pe- some people might find themselves when they meet a trans woman or man. 
And they're kind of, I don't really understand. How, how do I, man, woman, you know, like, how do I set these pieces in my head, you know, like, and I, I kind of like it that in, in these kind of sci-fi movies and with aliens and that we can kind of uh, uh, challenge our way of thinking in this basic black and white way of... Yeah, we of, can reflect. Of, yeah. But you see that in America, it's not so much, they're much more conservative, I think, and it's not, in movies, they are very careful or anywhere. Yeah. Careful about. <laughs> and the French... It's, it's just like that. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I think this kind of fits in that way with our previous L uh, episode about French filmmaking and how French can kind of explore. But I want to say, mm-hmm. before yeah. we end, before yeah. we end, I kind of want to say that about Valerian, like something positive. You know, I want to a little bit give, because when I went to see the film, the, the initial reaction was a very big disappointment because I, I had big hopes for it because I liked the comics. So I, I was very excited to see the comics come to screen, you know, and I, I really liked that the show goes back to space, like with Fifth Element and stuff like this. So I was kind of disappointed that it didn't work out so well. We watched it again with metal and stuff, and I kind of recalled a lot of the same emotions of emotional reaction like got the first time which were there was a lot of positive also uh for example like i really liked the like you said earlier the visuals and the the world yeah it's very amazing and there's a lot of wonderful Mm -hmm. concepts i really love the ideas like the very first beginning of the film when we see the evolution of time and we shake hands with all these aliens it's maybe the best part of the whole movie. It's just that scene in the beginning because there's kind of everything, hopefulness and all the positive, all everything wonderful is in the yeah. beginning, the first scene, you know. It's it's a very, very similar to Star Trek, you know. And, mm. and I wish that it would have followed that Star Trek w- w- atmosphere of kind of being this, this connecting vibe between alien race and stuff and then we see the wonderfully rendered uh, pearl planet with these aliens and how we see their culture and wow it was for me like the way people think about avatar movie you know about these blue aliens like this was for me a wonderful way of and then we get the main characters and everything goes to trash you know with this big ah why do I have to follow these people? I want to yeah. follow somebody who is happy about his job. Follow the other guy, you know. Yeah. Screw these people. Do whatever. But but anyway, like the I kind of like the story of it, like the yeah. basic story because it's like this military conspiracy, you know. Yeah, yeah it's like like a, a few good men. You know, with Jack Nicholson and stuff yeah. like, oh, I kind of like that. That it's not like a, uh, that it's like a conspiracy and some a cover up and 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 that they that the, the main actors and the, the whole a whole story uh, conclusion is to make a moral decision. You know, a good to 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 make a moral decision. So, like, instead of let's fight evil with explosions. Like in Fifth Element, like let's fight, let's shoot this laser beam into evil mm. and explode it, and that's how we win. But instead, in this movie, it was more like we have to do the right thing. 
Mm-hmm. We have to make the right decision, which is to help these poor aliens and do the mm-hmm. right thing. Like refugees, you know, or something, you know, you have to just do the right moral decision. You know, you and 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 you have to see the the cover up of 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 some uh, egoistic, uh, self righteous uh, military who that tries to yeah to cover up their mistake. You know, in, in that way, it, it it connects to Haneke and the Katche. You know, yeah, no, it 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 uh, you know. I also saw now the post this Spielberg's new film yeah. where there's exactly that happening. No, they yeah, saw yeah. the government cover up of Vietnam War mm-hmm. terribleness. Yeah, you know? exactly. So it's it's kind of the post, you know, it's a very <laughs> similar story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> I like that. Done everything. And, and all tr- all all throughout the movie we see the main characters doing their job. So there mm-hmm. is not like a clear like it's it's more like a mystery, and then the, the we follow the characters just kind of doing their job and not really understanding what's happening and they find the uh, realize the 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 conspiracy at the end basically and and that's really fun i i like the 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 structure of kind of finding out what is going to happen like we don't really understand it in the beginning the fifth element is all set up and this is how it is and i i like both ways in valerian the the, the main problems in valerian is the main characters and how they are written and partly how they're acted. We talked about that, but also the the whole editing of the store of the movie is just way total like a nonsense, you know, like every action scene is like, there's no weight. It just is mind dumbing CGI, digital, what nonsense. There's yeah. like, I, 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 every time there is a flying or action, I get bored. I'm like, oh, I, I space so out it, and I don't. It really looks like it's it's not Luc Besson's film. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there, there, there was there was nothing imaginative about the action itself. It was kind of weird, mm-hmm. um, and and also half of the time, like with, with you cannot really follow the plot. Like you say, you don't understand the animal. What is this animal now supposed yeah, to do? And and especially <laughs> with Beryl, <laughs> we were like halfway the movie and there was some action scene happening and Beryl just said out, out to me, I, I don't know what's happening. I I, <laughs> I totally, I, I lost already a couple of scenes ago. I, I've lost and, and and it seems like like the, the way it, because like she said it very literally that it just seems to go from one thing to another. mindlessly and it's like uh i kind of think this is a great example of a screenwriting format where you you just take and then what you know like the like the movie book like the tuve jansson movie book like and what then happened you know you 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 see a little hole and then you just go from one hole to another and and with the sitting again you know yeah. the so this this was the main but i the, it's it's kind of the the that's why it's it's not really a bad movie it's more disappointing movie i think it's a bad movie yeah well okay. i you know how many points i start i gave it how many one <laughs> that means for me it means that no worth looking 
<laughs> okay, so you wouldn't recommend it? No. But all the others I strongly recommend. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean compared to other Luc Besson movies that are masterfully done movies and they are like highly yeah, recommendable movie like Leon and Fifth perfect, Element. The interesting. Fifth Element I gave five yeah. stars because it doesn't diminish. Any. Yeah, exactly. And, and I totally understand that. But it's like if you look at Valerian by itself and you, you are not like somebody crazy about Luc Besson and you just you are interested in the individual the individual concepts of that movie like the Valerian comics. I I I can see the the value to for somebody to just look at the film and and uh, get inspired from these crazy ideas and and make your own you know movie and stories like the, in the beginning there is this market scene where it takes place in two dimensions at the same mm-hmm. time and it, it is a crazy idea and I would love to see this more in movies so I I'm really sad that we have this movie Valerian that is filled with these amazing, fun ideas and it fails so bad. And then we have Star Wars Force Awakens that is so boring considering the space, the infinity of ideas that you can do in space. And they are like, they don't want to 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 explore these kind of concepts and stuff like this. So, so how, would, how many stars did you give to Valerian? So it's it te- technically and it's 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 almost unwatchable because of the main characters and this. so you kind of have mm. to have strength to 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 put your mind into the right details that you could inspire from. So mm. I would say that all the for all the positive that it could give you, I would I, I gave it a seven out of ten. Uh-huh. It's it's. Uh, it's slightly better than average. No. You know, I okay. it, this is not okay, an average can... because an average film would be totally I wouldn't see anything in it, you know. But at mm. least Valerian had a lot of interesting ideas. Mm. And I give value for that. That is no. good. That is I I would say that for filmmakers like Star Wars and stuff, look at Valerian and borrow some ideas. And mm. put them into the good, big, uh, successful space adventures because I want to, I want this to continue. You know, yeah. We are we are kind of forgetting this how what, what space can do and Luc Besson tried to do that, but he he didn't have enough skills for this this level of uh, details and stuff. Ah, so we can finish now, but I want to say one thing more. Yeah. Before we finish, is that one of my ever favorite films? <laughs> by Luc Besson, also. Uh, which one? Uh, yeah, the extraordinary adventures of Adele Blanc. So, ah, yeah, we talked yeah. about Luc Besson before. Yeah, that's right. The, yeah. same people, the same group. He makes the movies. He made that also. Yeah, yeah it, it's also my pet film, really. Very French, a woman, also. woman hero, a woman character who is. Yeah, Luc Besson has a lot of like female, strong female characters in his mm. movies. Yeah, it's yeah kind like of, Miyazaki uh, in Japan. No, female characters are good. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Even if they're trans female or anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so we say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Bye thank bye. You. Bye bye. So that was our space adventure. Uh, I hope uh, somebody got, found that uh, entertaining and informative, uh, despite Valerian being so poorly received in general. Anyway, uh, check out our website mothersandmovies.com for uh, more content for the episodes. And if you like our show, please rate it on iTunes and share it with your friends. That would be really, really nice. And finally, the original music for our team was made by Kevin McLeod. Be sure to join us uh, next time when we are going to talk about film about monsters. Thanks a lot and bye.